Welcome again to the Let's Be Frank podcast, where home improvement legend and metal roofing expert Frank Farmer talks about how you can improve your sales and customer satisfaction and grow your metal roofing business. Let's Be Frank is brought to you by Metal Roofing Consultants. Learn more at metalroofingconsultants.com and by Isaiah Industries. Learn more at isaiahindustries.com. What you do in private is rewarded in public. Understanding where you're sitting with your numbers and tracking your results is one of those things that you need to pay attention to as a sales representative. I talk with a lot of reps and I ask them how you're doing and they all say, oh, I'm doing just absolutely great. And everybody has a different definition of what great is. No one really wants to be transparent. So what I want to talk about is the ability to know exactly where you're at, when you're on track, when you're off track, and how to monitor that so you can improve your successes. If we use a formula that says the number of leads times your demo percentage times your closed to demo times your average sale times your approval rate, that will equal what your net sales will be for that period of time. So I'm going to work with that formula with you today. And I want to first of all talk about what is a lead so that we're all on the same page. A lead is somebody who has said, yes, they have an interest in your product. A lead is someone who says that they're going to be there, that all homeowners will be there that you have the time to do your presentation. In other words, if your presentation is going to take an hour, they need to know that you're going to be there about an hour. If you're going to be there a couple of hours, chances are you're not going to be able to tell somebody it's going to be two hours. You might be able to say to them, it's going to take about 90 minutes. But in case we're running late, will it interfere with anything? And that'll buy, a, you could say, up to an hour. So that'll buy up to an hour. And what happens when you're into a presentation, it's going to go two, two and a half hours. That customer will naturally give you more time if they're interested or they're going to start the objections early and you're not going to end up uh, completing the demo. So a lead is somebody who says, yes, come on and see me. They know that you have the required amount of time. They are the homeowner. We're not dealing with a renter if we're selling home improvement products. And we go one step further in that we believe they have the ability to buy the product. They have the ability to pay for the product. When we talk about a demo, I want to make sure that we're all using the same criteria. A demo to us is where you go to a person's home, you do a complete presentation, you find out what they want, you do a complete price presentation, and then give them options of ownership, whether it be cash, finance, or your complete payment presentation. Anything short of that, we're going to label a no demo. Now, I mentioned to you that they have to have the ability to pay. And how do you determine that? We use a program called a soft pull. Soft pull is the same thing that you'll get when a credit card company is going to offer you credit. That's set up with a, with a company that will give you the ability to pull credit on somebody based upon a name and an address. The hitch here is that if you use that service, you have to offer them credit. As a home improvement salesperson, as a home improvement company, that isn't always good because you have people who you need to disqualify from your process. So when we're in the process of setting appointments, we will soft pull them. They don't even know that we're doing it. And if we get an unfavorable score, 
we still have to offer them credit. It does not mean that you need to finance the entire job. So I'll give an example. Metal roofs can be an expensive product. Our average whole house metal roof right now is a little over $50,000. So if we were soft pulling somebody and it came back not favorable, we may say something like this to them. Congratulations, in your area, we can finance up to 50% of the cost of the roof. Some people will automatically hang up on you. Some people say, well, no problem. That's good. If they say that, we need to have a better understanding of what the price is. And we will then work with them and say, a part, you do understand permanent roofs cost more than temporary roofs. And a good permanent roof can run three to four times the cost of an asphalt roof. When they hear that, they will automatically hang up. You offered the credit, so you met the criteria of a softball. They declined it by hanging up. Also want to discuss with you, what is a sale? A sale is where you have a completed contract with nothing else to be done or determined or decided on that contract. In other words, you can build out your order based upon that contract. There's nothing on there that says that the color is going to be determined later or the amount of down payment is going to be determined later. It is a contract between you and the customer that outlines everything that's going to be done. If it calls for a down payment, that means you're leaving with a down payment, not a post-dated check. Post-dated checks we call cancellations but you have a complete order that can be processed. If the order is going to be financed, all financial documents need to be submitted with it. If your lender requires that you have pay stubs and verifications of income, they all need to come in with that order, or we do not consider that a sale. We consider that hopeful. Now, with those criteria, what kind of numbers should you run? I'm going to give you some, some industry standards, and it's based upon, again, doing presentations and doing demos to all property owners. It's not set up to measure um, one-leggers or people that you're two-stepping or three-stepping. This is traditional in-home sales where you're only going to do a presentation if everybody is there and they're there for the entirety. Based on that, you would expect a demo rate somewhere between 72 and 75%. So what happens to the rest of them? 25 to 28% of them. So I'm going to give you some ranges. A not home or a one leg where one party's there and the other one isn't would be somewhere in the 10 to 14% range. 14 is the highest it should be. 10% is a very, very solid number. No demo rate. You got to the house. They were there one reason or another. And whether it's an emergency or whether you bored them to death and you had to leave early, a no demo rate should be in the 10 to 14% range, with most good reps being down in the 10 to 12% range. The other thing that can happen is what we call not covered. A not covered is exactly what I said. You don't make it to the appointment, and you, or you don't make it to the appointment on the prescribed time. If a sales rep is more than 15 minutes late, we assume that that customer was there and they left because they were irritated because that representative didn't show. So not covered 
is physically don't make it to the appointment or you make it to an appointment up to 15 minutes late. Why might you not make it to an appointment? Well, could have a car that broke down. You could have had an accident on the highway. You could be delayed at your previous appointment, which is the best reason. You were busy writing another appointment and physically didn't, didn't or couldn't leave that appointment in time to get to your next appointment. That number, again, should be about 2%. 2% not covered. Next number we'll discuss would be your close rate. That means you have done a complete presentation and you've written the order with all paperwork that you need. You have a sale. Good close rate, and I'm talking about now selling home improvement products, large home improvement products, such as metal roofs, a good close rate is about 30%. An average close rate, 26, 27. We do have reps that'll be 40 and 50% closers. But a great close rate is 30% when you're learning, learning this industry. Some other numbers that are going to affect your uh, livelihood is going to be your finance approved rate. So once you've written business, what percent of your business that is financed is approved? In other words, your, if you submit 10 contracts to the bank for finance approval, what would be a good finance approval rate? And that rate would be higher than 90%. Next rate that you want to pay attention to is going to be your cancellation rate. You would think writing great big tickets uh, such as 50,000, 60,000. We write some roofs, 100, 125, 150,000, but we average around 52,000. You would think that that would have a very, very high cancellation rate. And it does to the novice. If you don't do some of the things that I'm going to talk about here, you're going to run a very high cancellation rate. As a new sales rep, if you're just learning to sell metal roofing, you might run a cancellation rate that could reach 50% of what you write. So here's, here's the secret, the secret sauce. Secret sauce when you're selling a very large ticket such as metal roof is to really make sure they've decided to own a metal roof. And one way to do that is to talk about building the custom made parts of this roof. You see, this isn't something that's just coming out of a box. There's a lot of fabrication and a lot of components that need to be made ahead of time and a lot of things that are special order just for this roof. So when you go through the details during the warm down with the customer and you're discussing all of the things that have to happen to make this roof, all the specialty parts, all the custom made parts, all the special order stuff that has to all come together. When you start doing that and they, they see all the work that's going into this, it gives you the opportunity to look at that customer and say, to make this happen on this time frame, I need to know, folks, that you're 100% aboard. Folks, I'm going to start this process right away. And we start incurring costs immediately. I want to make sure that you're both 100% there and then... I'm going to call this order in so we can get things moving right away. Are you folks 100% in? And you look at them and you look at their body language and they'll say, yes, go. Yes, yes, we're ready. If there's a hesitation right there, stop and say, I sense a hesitation. Would you share with me what that is? And let them talk. Do not talk them into it. 
say things like, I would rather rip this order up than to process something that isn't real and let them talk. They'll talk it out. And rarely do they talk themselves out of it. But do not talk them into it. Let them talk to themselves into it. Then they'll say, no, 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 we're good, we're good, we're good. Fantastic. Folks, I got to make sure, okay, the funds are there that you talked about for the down payment. Is there any challenges? Is that going to take anything off of the table? No, 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 we're good, they're good. Fantastic. Let me make a phone call. And then have a procedure where you call into your office, call into a sales manager, where you can literally let them catalog the order and say to the customer, again, now keep in mind, you've called a higher power. So you've ratcheted it up and they're going to say for a second time, no, we're good, we're good. And you explain everything that you're going to go through. When the customer goes through that a second time and they give you your go, and the manager or the office says, no, we're going to order your product for you because you said you want to solve this problem. Now, keep in mind, we're dealing with roofs. So, so many times they already have um, a leak. They have a problem maybe that you've discovered that they didn't even know about. So they, they're anxious to get that solved. They want to know how fast you can get out there. And when you're running backlogs, you just tell them, I'd like to be out here immediately, but I can't unless I have your materials in, and it takes a while. And so they're anxious to get you to order them. I would also suggest if you're going to do that, that you have your local attorney, your company attorney, draw something up for this in case you do need to order special and you're rushing these orders. And that's really what you're setting up here is you're setting up that urgency because you want to take care of that customer as fast as you possibly can. And they want you to. But by the time they give you those two OKs and, and or sign something, uh, to go along with this, they have a very, very deep commitment. And it cuts down the amount of that cancellation to probably less than 10%. Now, I've given you a 10% finance denied, and I've given you a 10% cancellation. So you're gonna, you can expect doing, doing a great job that you can be at about an 80% approval rate. And in fact, some of our seasoned reps will finish a complete year with 85, 90, 91, 92% approval rates for the entire year. An average for an office following those procedures, because you're going to get some guys that are going to go very light on it, they're afraid to ask the commitment questions, will be about 75%. Now, if you were to take all of the leads that you ran for a period of time, let's say we're talking about across the, the course of a year, and you took your total net sales for that period of time, took your total net sales, you divide it by the number of leads that you ran. That would give you what we call NSLI, net sale per lead issued. Some people shorten it and they'll call it their net per lead. And I get asked all the time, what's a good net per lead? What's a good net per lead? Well, you have to understand that's going to vary a lot based upon your selling price on the products that you're selling. We sell a very high-end product, and a good net per lead for a guy that's just learning this system is somewhere between six, $7,000 net sale, net per lead um, on every lead that's issued out them. Having said that, a real good salesperson will exceed 10 
maybe get close to eleven, twelve thousand dollars net per lead. Our top sales rep last year on a net per lead basis was over sixteen thousand dollars net per lead. That's somebody that's very, very polished, who learns how to get the most out of every sale, who 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 understands instead of not writing a roof at all to at least get part of that roof um, so that they can get that customer started and start solve part of that problem for that customer. And they understand that every time that they leave without a sale, it drives down that net per lead. So if they're not able to do a whole house, they're always looking for an opportunity to help that customer with, with something. Now, when you understand your numbers, and I've given you a lot of numbers, and hopefully you've got the ability to write those down and study what I've, what I've talked about. When you understand your numbers, you get to find out when they're out of norm. So I want to go through a couple of scenarios. Let's look at the scenario where you're tracking your numbers and you see that you have a 66% demo rate. Well, some people would look at that and say, well, that's not too big of a problem. That's pretty close to that 72 to 75% that Frank was talking about. In reality, it's a huge problem because 70 should be really easy to get to. 72 to 75, you've got to really hone your craft. You've got to learn how to get the other party involved so you don't get a no demo. But generally, when your demo rate drops below 66, you need to quickly look and see what is your not home rate, what is your no demo rate, and what is your not covered rate, and identify where is the problem. If it's a not home rate, it's in your scripting of setting the appointments. If it's a no demo rate, it's your inability to control the situation in the house. It means you were seen as a typical salesperson. They didn't see you helping them. Somewhere along the, the process, they became frustrated, and it didn't go to fruition. I can take the same leads and give them to one guy, and he'll have trouble getting 70% demo rate, and I can give them to somebody else, and they will consistently hit 75%. What's the difference? It is their skill set. It is how they practiced. It is they have, they have learned that if they get to a certain point and something's happening, they've got to correct it. They just can't keep going on because they recognize that that's going to be a problem. Usually you'll find out that the demos that you're not doing, the difference between the 66 and that 72 to 75 sweet spot are your sales. They are the difficult people. They are the people who might have more disposable income. They say they don't have to put up with this BS and they sense when you're not there for them. So by learning to stay in the game, to learning to listen to your customer, learning to get them involved, how to engage them with pictures, the demo rate will go up. A scenario that we commonly see is the wife not wanting to be involved in the presentation. Oh, he handles everything. Let me give it to you a different way. That means I'm not interested. They're being polite. And they're not interested because they feel that a metal roof is an industrial roof or a commercial roof, or they've never seen one they liked, or they thought they all had to be straight metal, or they heard about a problem, or they seen rust on a roof. But if you've got designer roofs and you can pull out three, four, five pictures, and you say, Mary, here, I want to show you something. If you could get this quality of a designer roof for less money than that industrial roof, would you be interested? And they say, 
Less, are you serious? I can get that roof? And all of a sudden, they're in the game. Second scenario might be when you're running a high not home rate. And I already said to you that that was probably a, a function of not following proper scripting during the appointment setting. And it can be that too much was said during that time. I've learned that you can take that and turn it around and make it to the advantage of yourself. In other words, if a person leaves and you have, let's say you have an appointment time at six o'clock and they leave the house and if they left intentionally, chances are they're coming back at about 6.30. You know that they left because of that if you check back about 20 to seven. Pull into the driveway, car's there, knock on the door. You do your intro and you say, folks, I apologize. I'm running a little bit behind. Now, what you're gonna find is two things. They're gonna say, oh my, I forgot about the appointment anyway. Or you're gonna see them look at each other like, that didn't work. Once you understand what's going on, what they have is buyer's remorse up front. They buy everything. They know they're compulsive people. I encourage you on every appointment that's not home to check back into that house 40, 45 minutes later and then count how many sales you have at the end of the year when you stay true to your plan. You see, small improvements in each number along the way will add up to huge, huge improvements in your numbers. If you can get a hold of your numbers right now and find out how many leads you've run, what your demo rate is, how many demos you did, what your close rate is, multiply it by your average sale, then put your approval rate on it, you're going to see how much business you wrote. It should come out. Tweak each one of those numbers. See what would happen when you raise your demo percent by five. You raise your close percent only by 2%. You raise your approval rate by 10 to 15% by doing some of the things that I talked about. And see how big of an improvement is on your year. It will be huge. It will be staggering amounts of money. Practice in private you'll be rewarded in public. Thank you. That's all for this episode of Let's Be Frank. Let's Be Frank is brought to you by Metal Roofing Consultants, training successful metal roofers nationwide. Learn more at metalroofingconsultants.com and by Isaiah Industries, in the business of manufacturing the very best permanent roofing solutions for homes across North America and around the world. Learn more at isaiahindustries.com. Let's Be Frank is a production of Metal Roofing Consultants, copyright 2023.